Here's a major concert announcement brought to you by the Metal Hand of God podcast. This was the old sound of one of this generation's most proficient songwriters. Amazing musician and vocalist, Aaron Lewis, August 25th, live at the Fillmore, brings his new outlaw country sound. That's right, August 25th at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Circle that date on your calendar. This is one summer concert you're not going to want to miss. Incredible! Said to be one of the greatest songwriters in our generation, Aaron Lewis, August 25th, will be performing live on stage at the Fillmore, New Orleans. That's right, New Orleans Ghost Country, August 25th. Get your tickets at LiveNation.com, TheFillmoreNewOrleans.com, or the MHOG Podcast website. Click on the links, it'll take you to ticket sales. Aaron Lewis, August 25th. What an amazing announcement! You'll be hard-pressed to find another rock and country show anywhere in Louisiana like this one. August 25th at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Aaron Lewis. in association with the Fillmore New Orleans, working hard to bring you an entire year of amazing concerts. Make sure you go to the MHOG Podcast website. Also check out the Fillmore New Orleans website for ticket sales or go to Live Nation. This concert, Aaron Lewis, You Can't Miss, August 25th. See you there. Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and the dream warrior himself is over there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm the rum guy. And today we have one of the sexiest men in the NOLA scene. I just want to say, Mr. Ricky Morales, what's happening? I thought y'all had Josh last week. No, no, no. He's the second. Talk about the sexiest man. He's the second. I, I, I liked his intro better. I get dream warrior. <laughs> yeah, you're the what dream the warrior, man. Look, All look, right. look, you got to give the guest the hype. Uh, 
You're yeah. on the show all the time. I can't fucking keep hyping you up. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. I see it. Fucking anyway. retard. So what's up, Rick? What's up, guy? How was your day today, hey. sir? Uh, I had work. Yeah, me too. That's fun. Uh, aside from like Devin, who yeah, though was works with a uh, pickle over at the the scoop. Yeah. Uh, I, I work with him, but other than him, like all of my coworkers pretty much suck. <laughs> That's well, terrible. That makes for a long day. That's terrible. I distract myself. Do you, by touching yourself. Uh, the company is implementing new Facebook rules because of me. Really? That's uh, that's that's amazing. I haven't been there that long. I'm proud of you. Thank what 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 do you do? Uh, not not company. Just what do you do? Besides um, play on Facebook. So, <laughs> I run like Cat Six um, and shit. I'm not trained for the fiber optics yet, but that is something that I'm working towards with them. Nice. Uh, so mostly it's just like Cat Six, Cat Five E, Cat Six A, fucking OSP Cat Six everywhere all over the fucking city that's cool, cool man that's really cool not like with at&t or anything fuck those dudes yeah yeah just whatever as i use at&t internet yeah I, same here same here <laughs> <laughs> oh man 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 so all right dude you we brought you on the show for a few reasons yeah one because you're sexy two mm. <laughs> because we want to get some stuff out there with uh for your Dead Sea Media, man, you just you getting yeah, this man. off the ground, dude. I'm excited about it. I wanna I wanna help push this, man. Yeah, Wayne was tra- telling me some about it, but I, I want to hear some more. What what is this all about? All right. So first and foremost, uh, locals first. Um, in the future, right yeah, I'd like to I'd like to book some notion some national acts, but my my primary focus is local bands. Um, there's a lot of locals out there. A lot of the musicians segregate themselves, whether intentional or accidental, is is widely open for debate. But a lot right. of musicians, you know, they they isolate themselves to just playing with other metal bands or or bands that their friends are in. And I don't want that to continue to happening because, like, there's a lot of great bands. Like right. me, me and my fiance Jenny, you know, we go to a lot of shows. We see a lot of bands outside our friend community. That, yeah. Like some of some of the mu- local music I listen to, no one's fucking heard of, and that you know that sucks because there are a lot of good local bands that aren't in the local metal community that play shit that would pique all of our interest. I, I agree a hundred and ten percent on that, and I've been bitching and preaching that shit for years that. Guys need to get out of their fucking comfort zone and go somewhere else and listen to other bands. You guys want people to support you. Why don't you go support other than your buddies, man? I mean, yeah, go support hey. your, go support your friends, man. It's awesome, but there are so many talented bands out there. Dude, you don't know how how hard it is for me to pull bands that no one's ever heard of to Babylon to try to get them to mix in with other bands. It's fucking ridiculous. Like I know, dude. I I've been Thank like preaching to the choir. Oh, right I know, there. dude. I know, dude. Like 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 what I do is like sometimes I'll put on shows where there's like you know an acoustic act, a fucking metal band, and somebody else that that doesn't exist. You know that you know their uh, genres all mixed up or whatever. Yeah. And I do that on purpose because we need more people to show up for that metal band that are going to listen to the other acts and go, wow, those guys were really fucking good. You know, maybe I'll go listen to them next time they play. Yeah. I, I think yeah. it's great. It's a it's a mash of uh, of 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 entertainment. One, 
you can you can see different influences. It's it, I think it's a great idea. I mean, it, it, what what made you Rick uh, to uh, to want to go about doing this? Was it just something that you frustration? You, you, just frustrated? <laughs> uh, it's been it's been a long time uh, coming for me. Um, me me and Jenna we've been talking about doing like all ages venues and trying to open up our own venue. Awesome. And I I'd like to start like booking shows, building an A for myself. So when we inevitably do open our own venue, you know, I have that established, I book shows kind of thing going for me. Yeah. Uh, sure. You know, I have the contacts. I, I don't have to like be like, hey man, you know any bands that want to play this day? I mean, I was saying like other venues doing that is bad because it, it inevitably happens to everybody. Yeah. But I want to be to the point where it's like, I have a show, I have an opening this weekend. Or not this weekend, but I have all these openings coming up. I fill them up as much as I can. If I can't fill those dates up, just be like, hey, you know, friends, come help. But I want to be able to, like, book consistently and just build up, um, I guess, uh, my little black book. I mean, I'm sure. Sure. Fucking uh, the, uh, black a catalog, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I did, dude. It's, you're perfectly doing perfect. Yeah. You got to do that first, man. You you always have to build up your, your black book and figure out what, you know, who you can put where and what you can do and become pe- friends with all these guys. And then when you can't find that spot, that's when you go, Hey Ricky, you know, anybody that could fill this acoustic spot, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, like I did last time. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's hard it, to, cause like I'll ask like 10 people if they can't fill a spot, then I got to find somebody to do it. So I'm like, Hey, you, you guys know anybody, you know, and it worked out great too. I got those guys to play it. So that was great. I, wait, me. did you get Vega or Caleb? Vega. No shit. Yeah, bro. I'm finna roll up. That's gonna be good, dude. It's gonna be really good. I think it would always. It just seems that I'm 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 in a completely different state than you guys. But um, I, I know what it was like in in Georgia, and I know what it's like up here in North Carolina. Um, uh, it it just seems to to always work better when everybody works together. You Absolutely. know, and it, 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 it and you you're right, man. It it seems like a lot of times people put up barriers around their as you said, either intentionally or accidentally, they put up barriers around their, their, their genre, their, their group, dude. And then, and then all that you can't see what's right in front of you because you build walls right there. Yeah. This, you know, it's tough. This music scene has been notorious for this ever since I've played, I've been in and out of this music scene for almost 20 something years. And yeah, I know. And you have to tell me that. And, um, it's been that way ever since like you 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 know you had your click but when we first started it was like everybody who was in uh crowbar and and i hate god and all those guys you know go toward that was that click and then they had you know a few other guys who started with like you know skin crawl and those guys were like that click and then it just kind of the rest of us just fell wherever we fell and like it was a bitch to get shows unless you knew somebody, you know, that was gonna like take a chance on a new band. Yeah, it you... wasn't until like 2013 that I had a place fall. Like the yeah, the 2013, you know, the New Orleans metalcore community blew up. And yes, that's what I was into, and that is what I still am into today. And today, like I know, like in New Orleans, there's like three fucking metalcore bands. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's that's awesome this should be i mean but that that's a that's uh 
that's a scene that really sh- uh, I feel should be blowing up even bigger there. I, isn't it? I agree. I like to think we bring the breast of like all the worlds. Like, yeah, there's some parts in metalcore that obviously not everybody's going to enjoy just like a death metal. You know, I listen to like very little death metal cause there's not a whole lot for me to enjoy. A lot of it tends oh. to sound the same, which is really a shame, especially like at the local level. Like you think, yeah, you, you think you'd want to stop sounding like fucking crowbar or down or fucking Pantera. Right. There's, there's more out there than just fucking Pantera. Dude. Sure. Oh God. You're, you know, I'm glad you think this way because, you know, but there, there are so many people out there that don't. And it bothers me. It, it bothers me so bad, dude. It's like, come on, guys. I, I get it. You're influenced by these dudes. It's awesome. You know, it's really I'm cool. I'm influenced by Pantera. I love Pantera. I grew up on Pantera. Same. But it's not the end all be all. No. I mean, if you listen to what we put out for, for uh, our bleach, uh, Breach records and stuff, man, like the prior stuff, we had sound nothing like that. But we've you can all hear the influence, but it doesn't sound like Pantera. Right, right. I mean, it's well, like... you, I mean, they had a voice, but you've got to have your own voice, not repeat what they said. Right. You exactly. can't. You can't be the same thing because if we just keep writing the same music over and over again, music's gonna die. Right. Because right. no one. It, it gets why, stale. Why would anybody want to listen to the same stuff over and over again? I don't. I, I. I haven't. I haven't found a new band. You know, like personally in my personal collection that I could sit down and say, hey, I listen to that record over and over again. It's it's pathetic because I love music and I love to listen to new stuff. But there's nothing out there for me to be. Ooh, I'm excited. You know, well, you, you heard the new revocation yet? I have not. But every Bruh. but everyone is telling me about it, though. <laughs> Bruh. It's good. It, yeah, I hear, man. I hear nothing but good things about it. I need to get a copy of that record so I can go listen to it. They're coming to town. I forget what, what day, when, but yeah, I'll send, I was that say, send that to me, too, because I want to know when that show is. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely go with that. Yeah, I think they just announced a headlining tour for, like, I think it's uh, Darling. Was it November? A revocation announced the tour? Yeah, sometime in November. Revocation's awesome. doing their first headlining tour, and that's going to be sick. I agree. Those dudes are fucking bad. Bruh. So you were talking about uh, also uh, more places that have all ages shows. We yep. don't. That, we don't that's, have that's one. That's a lacking thing. That seems to be. Um, uh, Jab mentioned that when he was on the show. Yep. Yeah. Then we don't have that. So you used I, to. We used to. Yeah. yeah. Um. It was the Cypress. You know. I. I don't, I don't know the intimate details behind it like he does, but what I can say about what's happening now is that if we don't get one soon, it ends with us. A hundred those metalcore kids that decided to stick around. A hundred and ten percent. I agree. I like they do. Like when we go to shows, we see the same people out there. You know, David, uh, uh, Matt, David's always out there. You know, the, the the guys that you know are in their forties and later. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, they're not going to go to shows anymore because you know we all kind of get tired of going to them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. eventually. Um, but it's it's kind of we need to keep the scene uh, or community or scene alive by getting this all ages venue up and running. And I've been uh, advocate behind that for a long time. And do you think it's an insurance no one, issue? I think yes. I, it's definitely an insurance issue. It's definitely an insurance. It's it's insurance and just I guess lack of like so, it feels like there's lack of interest. But if you ask any local musician what we need. It's, it's one of the things they say. It's it's always a bullet point yeah, in the any top conversation 10. of what the community needs. That's the that's in the top ten of everything. Yeah, 
everything. So uh, basically, I mean, well, uh, uh, you need a good venue. You're, you're yes. talking about eventually opening a venue. So you need a good location. Yep. You need, um, if you're doing an all Asia shows, uh, or at your, if in, in your mind, what do you have at an all Asia show? In your venue, what do you have? Do you have a bar or do you not have a bar? No. Fuck no. No bar. No, no bar. No not even BYOB. No, no BYOB. And, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's going to be the guys that go in the back and just like sure. at Cypress Ace, drink on their own. Fine. Do that. Don't bring it to the fucking venue. Um, you know, there's going to be... Make sure you know, you're the, off the, the fucking property, period. Yeah. It is going to be the weed issue, of course. There's no stopping that. I, I'm an advocate for it. Don't partake sure. myself. Um, Same. Just fucking don't do it around the kids. It's, it's like bottom line. I mean, cool. If you don't want your... If you wouldn't want your kids to be exposed to it, don't do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, just 80, 60 alcohol... <laughs> Uh, have a have a cool like have like the uh, caffeine bar slushy bar type of thing. You can you can yep. even, dude you can even do something where you have your own uh, non alcoholic drinks that are specifically to your club. That way, you know it's kind of like they're ordering something special. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be kind of cool, cool. You know, that would be a really cool yeah. idea. What all ages venue has fucking horchata? You know exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's cool. Uh, so you've you've got that. So if you get the location, you've 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 got that down other than the uh you know getting your fire safety stuff in order uh making sure um i mean the insurance you get i mean you're probably going to have to carry at least what two million in liability i would i would go with two million liability uh, at, at least Smart. i mean i mean I've, I've dealt with businesses so many years it's it's so yeah i mean i usually carry with my businesses i've always carried at least a million so two million i would say with at least a venue that's something with kids yeah and what's your what's your minimum age uh, I, the, I guess with with parents around, you know, under twelve is is fine. Um, after that, twelve, you know, have somebody older with you. you know, don't come, don't come alone. Okay. Um, obviously, we'll have people there to like keep a close eye. I don't want it to end up like the Cypress, where like fucking shit can go down. And I know shit went down at the Cypress because yeah. you know, I grew up out of the Cypress. Right. So I want to, I want to have it where like I have a staff who's attentive as opposed to just, like, being there to hang out with their friends. Like, you're not there to hang out with your friends. You're, you're there, there to, work. to cultivate an environment. Sure. Do you do, you do a, uh, any type of, like, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing things out. I'm, I'm trying to get a visual because it, it really is a great idea. And I, I've seen all-ages venues. I'm just pulling things off that I've seen work in the past. Yeah, I've been at places that have, uh, they've done, like, uh, like I, I'm going to call it a bar rail. A bar rail split. So if you're, like, uh, you know, 16 and under or back on this side, 18 and over on this side type of thing. It's still very open, but you got the bar rail split. Is that, you know, is that something that you would think that may work just so you keep the parents and the kids on one side and then the more rowdy teens on the other side? That sounds like an excellent idea that I yeah. would not take into consideration. You could actually, you, you could actually split it to where like, uh, you, you have to be like an X amount of age, like 16 and above to be uh, like closer to the floor. You yeah, know, you know what is, I'm saying? Not the floor floor, but like you know where that where the dancing begins. Yeah. That sure. way, the parents uh, and the kids don't get hurt. That would be a good I've idea. Been, I've been in places where they've split it with. Uh, they've made it very industrial looking, where they've made it split with very cool like black chain link. I've seen it uh, where they've just done uh, really cool uh, kind of gothic looking uh, wrought iron and stuff like that. Just made it so it didn't look like you were segregating. It just looked like you were on one side or the other. But it, you, it was still very vis- visibly open, so you didn't feel separated from 
the party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of like uh, like better House of Blues. Yes. 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 Exactly. Very much like that. Like we went um, to this uh, the one in Myrtle Beach, and uh, the way like areas are separated is is very organic as compared to ours, where it's like you're either by the sound booth. Or on the floor. Yeah. But the one in Myr- Myrtle Beach had like three different tiers. It was really great. It was, it was actually cool. really that's exciting. Where, well, that's uh, where I'm. That's the one I usually go to. Is that one because I'm right up here across the border. Yeah, he's not North too. Carolina. He's not too far by by it. Yeah, see, you know that Myrtle Beach House of Blues is the shit. It's nice. I need. It's I need. Nice. I need. When we go up there, I'm gonna have to take a trip over there just to check it out. They hit it up. It is beautiful. Like you know, and it, it's you know it's sad because you know ours. The reason ours is so cramped is because it's in the fucking French Quarter. Yep. It, and it seems like a crappy location for it. It is. It's the worst. Like, the actual parking lot for the building is, like, six blocks over. Away from it. Garage. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who came up with this shit? I went down there was like, we should go to a concert while we were at the House of Blues. I'm like, fuck, this, is, this sucks. It's the Live Nation apparently thought it was a good idea. It's so dumb. It's so it dumb. Just, it was just a crap spot. I mean, I get they want to be in the quarter. I get it. But right, because there's a lot of foot will, traffic there. But a lot of people, people locals, will, don't go there. Right. People will go to the House of Blues. You know, they'll go, they'll drive to the spot. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the House of Blues. They'll go to the right. concert. You know, you don't have to put it that freaking convenient, for Christ's sakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people really, like, there's a lot of people outside of the music community who firmly believe that the House of Blues is like the only venue for music in the area. <laughs> <at all. laughs> it's, the, it's so you know, bizarre to you, me. You know, man, it's the worst venue in the area for music, Bruh. in my personal opinion. Like, I, I, what's the last big thing they had there besides cover bands, dude? Uh, fuck. Uh, we went to one recently. We go, a lot of the metal shows that that I tend to uh, go there for are actually like usually packed house, sold out shows. They really, it's it's really. It's not very intimate, of course, and there's a lot of people, and there's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but it's still like to see my ba- the bands that I'm there supporting for, like have people churn up in those droves. It's like, wow, where are you guys for the local shows for the bands that sound exactly like this? Doesn't that hurt? It's Bruh. it sucks so bad, dude. Like, like when I go to shows like that and I see like all these people, and I'm going, where are these fucking people at? Like, I. <laughs> I'm like, dude, the you know, the Babylon is a small place. Fifty of you motherfuckers could fill this place up. Fifty. There's fucking six thousand of y'all here. Why aren't fifty of you coming to local shows? I like, you know, it's fucking well, the contortionists, you know, they come through regularly. And I'm not saying by by any stretcher means that my own personal band is exactly like the contortionists. But right. We're in that vein, and it's like where where are you guys at our shows? Like you're you're in the crowd saying, "Man, I wish they came to town more often." You got bands just like this in your backyard. Exactly. You just don't care. No, nope. no, nope. no. Sure speaking don't. of, I don't mean to interrupt you real quick, but you you mentioned your band real quick uh, since you brought it up, Event Horizon. Yes. Um. Uh. New video. Um. Of man. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool Thank video, you. by the way. Uh, um, Crespo did that just like he did a uh, Jabs video. Yeah. I love Very that video, nice. dude. That video is incredible. Just, just to put it out there. Thank you. And and you have uh, a guy from the uh, Contortionist uh, featured in your video too. Yes, he does. Uh, Robbie so, Baca, their guitarist. Yeah, very he, man. That dude is awesome. 
Dude, he shreds. Like we, <laughs> we are so we want to play his guitar solo live, but none of us have collectively figured out the whole thing yet. Really, <laughs> it's 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 out there. Like I figured out bits and pieces myself. Uh, Gary, he's figured out a few pieces. Brett has figured out a few pieces, but like we all like have in the same area of the pieces. Just like okay, cool. What about this section? They're all like, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, nope. <laughs> yep pretty much it's, it's like and it's not even shreddy it's just robbie likes to tap and none yeah. of us are tapping artists we're we're shred we're fucking legato we we want to do like straight pick against the string kind of shit yeah and this guy's like mm, no we're not gonna do that today <laughs> oh dude yeah it's fucking incredible man like i i, I really enjoy your shit dude uh I, you know I, I, you. i've never told you that because you know we don't ever see each other very often, but no, no. Dude, I love the I love the band, man. I I really do. Thank you. We we work really really hard. There's a lot of behind the stuff, behind the scenes stuff that uh that I mostly work on. And whenever I can't work on something, you know, they do it for me. But uh, a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, like I carry I carry a lot of that weight. So when somebody is is exposed to it and it's all like, oh, that's awesome. I'm all like, yeah, <laughs> I, I I worked hard to get that. That was awesome. And you know, but and I, you know what, dude, and, and it shows. That's that's another thing too. Is like you guys really, really put a lot into it. You know, it's not like, hey, we just got this band. I'm going to throw this together. Here it is. You know what I'm well, saying? You guys have been together for a little while now, haven't you? <laughs> no, we. No? Uh, what's what's today's day? Let me see. It's uh, what, what have been like three weeks? Two years. Nah, two years, man. Two years. That's good, man. That's I mean, that's that's not bad for a band. I mean, that's that's a while. I mean, yeah. as far as bands go, that's a while. As far as local bands go, hell yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know how it goes. Yeah, hey, there, are many, there are many people consider us a regional band now. But, I mean, how little we play out of out of state and out of town. It's just like, mm, are we really or are we just a local band who likes to go on vacation sometimes? I, well, you, it's you not wrong with that. Sound. <laughs> Take it. You guys have a great sound. I mean, you guys, uh, you've got a... Uh, I mean, you've you've got a regional sound. You've got a you've got a touring sound. You you guys should be touring more. Which where I, well, our problem right now is all of us, every <laughs> single one of us, are sick of the set we're playing right now. Uh-huh. So we're we're sinking a lot of time into writing an album so we could tour with that. That's good. Oh, that's that's a new good material. It's uh, honestly like I don't want to go to like as an example not saying we're going to go there next year but like seattle i don't want to go to seattle and play shit i wrote two years ago right for the entirety of it i I want to be like yo i wrote this shit this year bam right yo this song i wrote this song in the van what's up what's up (laughs) me me and kg wrote this song five years or five minutes ago exactly exactly that's exactly what i was thinking dude I, I, I like being complimented on the old stuff, of course. You know, it, it's a lot of that is like vastly my brainchild, mm-hmm. but uh, I, it doesn't represent who we are today, which I think is important to focus on as opposed to uh, who we were two years ago. Right. I mean, if you listen, you, you've, you've obviously you both heard of man. Yeah. It's yeah. vastly different from our, it, like, our earlier work. Now, how many, uh, since I'm, I mean, Wayne knows you guys, knows you a lot better than I do. Are, yeah. are any of the guys in the band with you now were in any of your previous yes. uh, projects? Yep. Okay. Uh, my other guitarist, uh, Brendan Wynn. Uh, I 
I pretty much refuse to play without him. Okay. He's, uh, he keeps he keeps me challenged enough to push myself farther. He's mm-hmm. he's such a skilled mu- musician, not just guitarist. He's a skilled musician. There isn't a goddamn thing on this planet that he can't play uh, and proficiently. And having him around and seeing him be as good as he is at everything. Now, did you meet him when you were in West End? Uh, we played West End together, incidentally. He was the drummer. But I played with him <laughs> before that in Calibrate the Massacre. Okay, that was, oh, wow. That's yep. way back then. That's way awesome. back. We've been That's playing awesome. since then. Damn, you, been, you were like, what, about eight, 16 back then? Eight years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, was like, I was like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Wow. God Fresh damn. out of high school. That's cool, man. You guys are babies. Yeah, we're babies. I feel so fucking so fucking old, dude. Was bored, uh, and, and I was like, 1990. Hee hee hee. You know what I did in 1990, man? I, I was going to see Guar at, at the music hall in 19. It was 1991. Sorry. Yeah. Nice. You were one years old, and I was seeing Guar. That's fucking weird. I've got shoes from 1990. Well, wait, it's even. What's even weirder is my wife is your age too. So it's like you know, she was one years old when I was watching Guar too. Oh, that's <laughs> hey, you're you're, you're a Guar watching motherfucker while uh, we were just like sucking on our mama's titties. Right, right. Yeah. I was getting, yeah. I was getting like he, he, he alien was blood. For his, his wife to grow up so he could do it. Right, exactly. I was like, come on, damn. <laughs> At least, like, how at, long till I can get you pregnant and suck on your titties? I mean, at least that's sixteen. At least sixteen. Come on. Wait, Come on. my bad. No, not sixteen. That's terrible. <laughs> not in Louisiana. No, <laughs> seven, seventeen in Louisiana. It's all right. Yeah, seventeen. You have one year after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh man. Well, speaking of uh, music that you love, we are going to play uh, our amazing concert announcement. For the Fillmore, for your favorite band, Die Outward. Right now. So here we go. (laughs) The Metal Hand of God is proud to announce a major concert event brought to you by the Fillmore New Orleans legendary concert venue. Ladies and gentlemen. South African hip-hop legends, Dar Atwood. Only at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Incredible. September 26th. MHOG Podcast. One of the most interesting concert experiences you will have all year long. Brought to you by the Fillmore, New Orleans, and the Metal Hand of God. September 26th. Be there. Get your tickets before this is all sold out. What an amazing stage performance you will witness from a band that has sparked controversy all over the world. 
Get those tickets at LiveNation.com, TheFillmoreNewOrleans.com, or go to the Metal Hand of God podcast. That's the M-H-O-G podcast.com. Click on the links and we'll take you to ticket sales. September 26th. Be there. So yeah, there you go. Ricky's favorite band of all time. Love you know it what? so much. I, I think it's great because now I know what to get him for Christmas. <laughs> right. Give him one of the shirts. It's you know, I'll, I'll wear the shirt. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I got some I'm tickets for, for it. I got some tickets for him. That's cool. Shit. Anyway, <laughs> so dude, you got some shows coming up, right? Yep. For Dead Scene Media. So I know you got, got some stuff got coming a up. A little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to be a part of one of them. So I was, I mean, that was totally not even my choice. I was trying to, like, honestly, nothing against you. I was all like, let's do it at Southport, make it huge. And he was all like, yo, Babs is my favorite venue. And I was like, tight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love Babs. Don't even get me wrong. Like, a bad, I, I grew up out of Babs. I played some of my best shows at Babs. I've seen some of my favorite shows at Babs. I've met some of my favorite people at Babs. It's, I mean, they deserve that award that they just got. Yeah. Straight the fuck up. That was really cool, man. I was I was I extremely yeah. happy about that. Uh, was it third place for uh, best dive bar in the area? Oh, I mean, cool. it looked like they were the only Mentory bar, too. Yeah, they were. They but were the first only place one. place for Mentory. Yeah. Oh, that's freaking cool, man. It was very, very cool, dude. I was happy to be a part of that. Ugh. Awesome. Well, what about these shows? What What's going on with this stuff? So first, uh, we got this Friday, in fact, uh, July 5th, we got Megalofest. Ooh. Uh, which so, which this will air that day. So it's tonight, people. Yes, Go tonight. tonight. I think uh, WDSU is supposed to be doing some coverage on it as well on Friday. Nice. Yeah, we were supposed to. Like, I tried to get in touch with this dude that was uh, contacting us from the the Gambit, and I called him like four times, never got back to me. So I was like, whatever. That's whack. Not like anybody reads the Gambit anyway. Yeah, I know, but it, he was trying to do some something about it on the Gambit, and I was like, okay, that's really cool, but you know, they they never got back to me. So I was like, well, fuck that's you guys. Loss. Yeah. People would have actually read it. Right, right. You would have had some people in there reading your shit. It's kind of like the same issue with 92.3. Like, I'm not going to get you into it. But if you played rock music, you'd have a larger audience. Agreed. Mm. Area. Mm. Like, yeah. if I turn on B97, I shouldn't be hearing the same shit. If, I wanna li- if I'm going to listen to what I'm listening to on 92.3, aside from the Woody show in the morning, I'm going to listen to B97. Right. I... I- I am a wholeheartedly behind you on that, dude. Like, when when uh, I heard that they were gonna have this new rock station, you know, like it's gonna be cool, and I was like, nah. What's what what's? Give me an example. Of what type of rock they're playing? <laughs> like the heaviest thing they do is like old Lincoln Park. Yeah. Oh. It's like really pop. It's it's. Oh. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. it's it's all the pop music that has guitars in it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> this is the new one from One Direction. Here comes Train. Oh, really? Pretty much. Yeah, there's that <laughs> one train song that slaps. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna have a uh, Meet Virginia. Here's a five. Here's a five song tribute to uh, whatever the fuck that dude's name is from The Voice. 
fucking. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, oh shit! Maroon Five. There you go. That's what five songs by Maroon Five. Here we go. Five for five. Yeah. <laughs> and they all sound like yeah, baby. Sorry. Go ahead. Pretty much. They all sound like the Black Keys. Yeah. They kind of do. Yeah. Okay. So, so we got so, one on the fifth. Yeah. Okay, yeah one on the fifth. Megalofest. It's all about Keith Courtney. He's a he's is a big. He's a big local fan. He's like he's at yeah, every. Yeah. If if he's at your show, you're good. You're either in a good band or you're playing with a good band. Yeah. Period. Um, I forget all the details, but he was just told by a doctor pretty much like, "Oh shit, you got some shit failing on you." And you know, I love this dude. I, I he's one of the coolest people I've met playing music. I agree. Uh, anytime. 100%. It, it, you you walk up to him, you're like, "Yo, what's up, Keith?" And he's all like. Here's a, here's a cool story about my life, and it's all like, yo, that's tight. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Keith, every Keith, time. Keith is one of the best people I've met doing any sort of music. Like, doing music, playing music, booking bands, anything. Keith has been one of the best people I've ever met. Absolutely. He's, and he's adamant about going to local shows. He, like, supports his body craves it. Yeah. He supports so he, every weekend he's at a show, no matter what. He He's the guy everybody else needs to strive to be. Yeah, like yep. like for the eight unholy nights, he's the only one that's been to, uh, he's been to two because the first year he wasn't around here. But the uh, the two that he's been to, the unholy nights, he went to all eight nights, and he stayed all eight nights. You know, Badass. for for two for two years in a row. That's that's dedication right there. You know, he that's he a, loves what he loves, and dude, that's a lot of bands. That's like five bands a night, four or five bands a night, for fucking eight nights. <laughs> you know, Crazy. awesome. So this is great. It's beautiful. You badass, know? man. Badass. That's, that's why he so owns me- the trophy. Yep. So Megalofest is it, it, the venue was picked by him, and so were all the bands. Um, we got Swamp Stank, Dead Machine Theory, War Rig, Angry 88, and Dead Centered. Wow. Yeah, so yep. it's, it's going to be a good one, dude. It's going to be that's a, a, that's a heavy really show. Good one. Fucking slaps. Like, I'm, I'm excited about that show. Oh, you forgot War Rig. No, I oh, said War Rig. Oh, you, you did? Okay, I didn't hear you. Yeah. forgot yeah. War Rig. Just take your pills. Just take your pills. You're fine. My... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My dementia's setting in. It's all right. <laughs> Old man. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, I can't help it, dude. Can't help you it. You feel like that sometimes, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sucks. But anyway, <laughs> what else you got? I know so you got Saturday. That. Yeah, I got a bunch, man. I mean, not, not really a bunch, but... uh. I got some shows. You got some got good some ones shows. coming, some big ones. I, you know, I'm excited about these, dude. So the very next day at Southport Hall, I have uh, Cat Bamboo. Which is with, all six. Uh, yes, the sixth, the Saturday. Uh, or if you're watching this today, tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. Uh, so we got Cat Bamboo. They're going to be headlining the night. They're a local math rock from Baton Rouge and, in my opinion, are one of hands down one of the best bands New Orleans has seen in a very long time and they're not even from New Orleans but we should we might as well claim them because we love them a whole lot more than Baton Rouge right sweet uh, <laughs> so, so we, we got Josh Berger performing as Jab Leon. Uh we have this other math rock band called Shambles um, they are like our premier math rock band they are on a rise um, you might remember them back in the day Wayne uh, they it previously known as Pursuance Oh, nice. Yes. Yep. Yes. Those guys. That's fucking cool, man. And they fucking slap. And I, I rag on them constantly because I want them to bring Pursuance back because I love <laughs> Pursuance. <laughs> and then he say, and, no. 
Yeah, and so we got this new, uh, is not really a new artist, but a, a new artist for me, uh, Kaye the Beast. He is another rapper. Nice. Um, uh, Cat Bamboo does a lot of stuff with a lot of rappers when they go on tour, so I'm really excited to see how like Cat Bamboo meshes with these guys because they like bringing rappers on tour with them to rap on top of their set, which is really cool. Um, if you go watch Cat Bamboo's video, they have Chaos Light uh, rapping That's over cool. their song. That's very cool. It's very cool. They're really awesome. Really cool guys. Yeah, I, I like them. I've, I've heard them several times. Never got to see them live, even though I've seen them play, you know, their name all over the place. But, you know, daddy stuff. You know, I, I, I haven't yeah. been out to shows and, unfortunately, like, actually able to go to shows, like, constantly. Like I did before the baby, you know, was a different yeah. story. But, you know, now got to be daddy and do yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a little advice and I, and I, I think your kid's gonna love it you know southport the deck show yeah like all the deck shows you can bring your kid on the patio you know i brought my daughter over there she fucking loved it dude 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 you know what he loves shows because you know at fillmore i'm gonna tell you this all ages yo all ages dude any show all ages like i got i brought him to see rob zombie he fucking went nuts you I know i can't see my sugar I brought, uh, yeah, I was going to bring him to see Meshuggah, man, but I, I was kind of like, eh, this might be a little bit too much for him right now. <laughs> Being that he's only three, you know, I was like, yeah. eh, it might be a little too much. But I brought him to Rob Zombie. I brought him to uh, Coheed. Coheed. Brought him to Coheed and Cambria. That was his first concert, actually. Oh, I bet he loved that. He did, man. He thought it was really cool. Fucking so, uh, Homeboy sings like a goddamn angel. Dude, he's so good. So unfair. fucking good. So, so good. unfair. It is. It really is. Like, I do. I like. I love his voice. Yeah, it's so good. It's like every time he sings, though. I I want to play a round of D and D. I think that's like his goal. I think yeah, that's what he sets out to do. He, he, they write comic books. I don't know if y'all know that. Oh yeah, dude. Like they were selling yeah. them. I, I was I was so tempted to buy the the collected set. I was like, man, I really want this because it was signed. I hear by all really of good things. Yeah, I hear it's very good. Like, and it goes along with their albums too. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. like what Gerard Way has been doing, but uh, yeah. a little darker. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't. What, what, which books are his he writing besides that fucking TV show that was on? Uh, well, he 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 wrote the comics for that, and I know he's got a couple. Maybe he's got a couple others. I don't know like the full details of it. Yeah, but I know he is a, a, a very experienced writer. Oh, okay. He been around like aside from just My Chemical Romance, he's been doing some shit. Nice. I never was into those dudes, I, you it's know. A shame. Well, it was that I saw them. I saw them live, um, accidentally. Uh, once with, um, well, I actually went to go see uh, Lacuna Coil. Yeah, and they were they they were actually playing with Lacuna Coil. That fucking band's good too. I freaking love that band, and uh, but I don't know if I really liked My Chemical Romance that much. It was their I was their off their first album, and I don't know. Well, they were all right. I kind of missed that emo stage, you know. I was never an emo kid. I was, yeah. I was older, you know. Like when the emo stuff was coming out, we were like, "What the fuck is this?" I was, I was always emo, man. I was, I ran around with my vampire teeth, and I was like, oh, "Don't right. touch me." <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah well, we this is the perfect opportunity to segue into my next show. Sweet. And, uh, so I don't know if y'all know what happened to emo, but it it split into a couple of branches. One of which is SoundCloud rap. And the other is, is that like sad boy indie kind of music, right? Mm. So, I brought both of those genres together at Southport Hall for August second. Nice, wow. dude. Yep. So we got 
uh, let me pull this up. Uh, headlining tonight, I got Vega, of course, because I I fucking love Vega. They, Those dudes are God, awesome. God, they're so good, dude. Like this, God, New Orleans has so many good locals, and it's so unfair because if if too many of them play in one night, it's like where do I go? It's hard to go see everybody. Yeah, it's hard. But it, it's awesome though. It's it's so great that to. It's good to have choices. Absolutely, it's it's cool to like be like, well, who's playing tonight? Oh shit, all these dudes are playing tonight. Where the fuck am I supposed to go? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you then you actually sit around. You're like having dinner. You're like, well, we can go like spend a, like two hours here, and then we can go like here, try to catch part of them. Yeah, we'll finish you know, the you, night this guy. You, you almost know? feel obligated to go everywhere, almost. Yeah. You know, just to. I mean, if there's a show at Southport Hall, by the time it's finished, it's fucking Babylon's is starting. It's just starting. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's that's how it's I true. did it. That's exactly how I did one of the nights at Eight Holy Nights because it was that night that uh, for uh, Michael Chason's uh, thing at, yeah. at at Southport, and I went over there to watch a few bands there. And then I had to run back to, to Babylon to start up the shows over there. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got Vega. Uh, there's this, this rapper uh, you might know from another band. Uh, the rapper's name is Venture, but he was previously the vocalist for Too Soon. Oh, okay. Really? Um, yep. Um, 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 fuck, yeah. I've, I've been talking to him back and forth trying to get him to do a show at Babs. Bro, do it. He's so awesome. He's really good. Yeah, I really like him, dude. Wow. Uh, God damn, I can't it's killing me to I can't remember his real name. But anyway. Val. Val, that's it, yeah. Yep. Fucking Val. Yeah, we also got uh, Nomad on that one as well nice. with uh, Jab Leone. That's another so good it's band. A, it's a lot of sad boy a lot of sad boy stuff going on at night. Yeah, I I wanna say one of the members of Nomad is mm-hmm. my cousin. Is it Nick Dan? Uh I'm not sure. I, I like I'm not I'm not sure what his name is. Uh, I do know. I <laughs> you do, need to know your family. Well, no, it's not that because <laughs> his mother is my first cousin, right? But I've never dealt with that side of the family. Oh, so well, I don't. Get, uh, I don't know. I, it was really weird because we were talking. Me and her, me and her, me and his mother were talking, and he's like, "She's like, yeah, my, my son's in a band." I said, "Oh yeah, really?" And I think it was Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's fucking cool." I booked those guys a few times. I had no idea my, you know, second cousin or was in there. That's, that's funny. On, on the note of family, uh, I met someone who thinks they're related to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Barris. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, man. We we're not really sure if we're related or not. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, I was I was doing a job out at uh at his at his job. Oh no shit! I was talking to the the fucking. Little, little black guys that work in a warehouse and then you know i'm showing them jab leone and then looking at my music video and they're all like yo you know who'd like you your fucking music fucking jeff <laughs> and, go, and i'm all like okay i'll go talk to jeff i didn't know it was jeff barris yet so i'll go over to jeff and i'm all like yo jeff your fucking warehouse guys told me to come talk to you about my band and he's all like oh yeah you're in event horizon i know that already and i'm like bro what you're like whoa yeah he's jeff's awesome man he's a really cool fucking dude he was chill, man. He was really chill to hang out with. Kind of reminded me of this guy Wayne. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> About the same. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. Like we're not really sure if we're related or not, or uh, if it's just a coincidence we have the same last name. Y'all, y'all seem like y'all are related. I, I think so. Somewhere down the line, you get the, the same like, you get the same facial structure. You get the beard going on for right, you, right? Right. I, I don't know. Maybe twenty three and me, or whatever the fuck that test is, get it done. Oh shit! Now, okay, now I know you got some more. Come on. I do. I, okay, so I got four more. These are not dead scene related. These are my own. These are Event Horizon shows. Okay, we got a lot going on. 
So July 15th, we're playing with the Convalescents at Southport Hall. We nice. have um, uh, Xenocide, which is that child prodigy. That uh, dude. Dude. That's right? Matt, Matt Brown's son, dude. He is fucking amazing. That kid. Fucking amazing. He's a fucking prodigy, dude. Yeah, he is. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, that's all I could say is that kid blew me away when he was like, hey, dude, check this out. I was like, motherfucker, dude. Well, I was posting memes mastering the art of shred. And I was yeah. all like, have I wasted my life? Yeah, that kid's amazing. It's 19, and he fucking blows anything I've ever done out of the water. It's wild. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. And it, it, it back to the all ages thing, you know, because his father was in the music community. Yeah. He's had that exposure. Yeah, and he's you know he's ready to play shows, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's great, dude. Uh, July twentieth, we're playing in Lafayette at fucking Dat Dog. How about that? What? That's fucking cool. <laughs> we're uh, we're performing with a uh, Prophet Pariah, uh, Endure. Let me see. Let me pull this event up. Prophet Pariah, Endure the Affliction, and my homies out in Honoris. I wonder. Nice, I'm not nice. sure how to say the name yet. Yeah, um, I want to say Prophet Pariah is playing at Babylon's this month. Oh, neato. Yeah, I think they're doing a whole bunch of stuff. I think they just released some shit or are getting yeah. ready to release some shit. Yeah. Um, wh where's the weirdest venue you've ever played? Is it that dog? No, no. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so, our first tour, we, we play the show in Houston at this place called Super Happy Funland. <laughs> That sounds amazing. <laughs> it's super ironic. It's so ironic. Because there's nothing happy about it. <laughs> there's a fucking hippie commune, and they're all addicted to heroin. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Did you like, take like from the, any of the appetizers or any of the, no. the free stuff? No? Okay. No, they, they decided to take some not free stuff off our fucking merch table. Though. Oh, so, nice. Like, oh, fuck, dude. Dude. So, so we roll up to this place and it's like the whole building is it's a fucking warehouse. It's just graffitied all over. Not like, you know, like on the side of a train graffiti, like they had they hired a bunch of like really great artists to to paint the entire building. That's it's, cool. It's, the outside of the building looks incredible. So we pull up, we see it, we're like, "Holy shit, this looks tight. This is going to be awesome." The guys got all excited and shit. Yeah, we get all excited. So we call the people, they're all like, "Oh yeah, we're not there yet." Uh, just, just wait outside. As soon as we get there, we'll let you in. So we just sit there. Uh, and fucking like two hours later, the front door opens up and this lady in her pajamas like pokes her head out. And this guy walks around the fucking corner out of nowhere. Did not see him coming. Hands her a little bag, takes something from her and just walks off. And we're like, bruh, that's the kind of night we're about to have. <laughs> so after all that, you know, she she comes out all like, you know, we we got off the phone with her. She's feeling she sounded like very just out of it, very out of it. And when she comes out, she's all like, OK, here's the venue. Come inside and check it out. We walk in and just tidal wave of the smell of cat piss. Just Ooh, oh, that's sexy. salts our fucking noses. It's like it's like, like, like playing. It's like God. playing at the high ho back in the day. <laughs> Like, oh, man. Dude, the fucking hi-ho, man. I remember going over there, and we were, we were getting ready to play. This is when we were – I think this is when we were called Apartment 213 back in the day, and, like, we were getting ready to fucking tear this place apart. We walk in, and – Somebody get, already tore it up for you. Yeah, dude. We're like, what the 
fuck. We're like looking around. It smelled like cat piss. My guitar player, after we loaded our stuff in, decided to sit down on one of the couches, and he sat in cat piss. Uh, so it was really nice. We had fleas on us. It was good. It was a really good experience. We didn't experience. sit on anything. We weren't touching anything that wasn't our own equipment that we brought in. Uh, after after we're assaulted with cat piss, we, we walk into the, the actual bulk of the venue out of this little out of the little hallway, and it just opens up. It's massive. It's you, you look to the right, it's these creepy fucking dolls. You look to the left, and it's just trash everywhere. You can see the stage in the back right. It's, just, it, it's a it's an auditorium stage. Like you're gonna go see a fucking play or some shit. Jesus. Sure. <laughs> it was wild. Well, as we're walking in, we hear this music playing, and bro, I like avant-garde. I think avant-garde's a really cool genre. This was not avant-garde. This was fucking weird and creepy. <laughs> we thought we might get murdered. <laughs> wow that sounds like an amazing place to play i i will never I, I don't care if like a label's like hey we booked this for you like nah you go fuck yourself dude we're not playing there we're not playing well, at see, the happy go that. fun house that's the thing you learn from because next time if you ever get to a place like that you can see it and go fuck no you turn nah. around you leave i'm like, a, I'm a sign shit i'm a firm believer though in like not burning the bridges like yeah. I, I can say i didn't burn the bridge they did right mm. right there, exactly there was nobody at the show so when stuff on our merch table went missing you know we know there's like 30 fucking hippies in the back behind that fucking drape we know they're back there we can see them coming <laughs> in and out of the fucking bathrooms uh-huh and, and their drape you gotta you gotta walk around our table to get to the bathroom you know we didn't know when we set it up and we didn't think they were gonna steal just you know we we get on stage and that's when it went missing. Well, we were on stage, and I couldn't have full focus on my fucking merch table. Right. That's fucking sad, dude. It is like just a shirt and a CD. Like if y'all want, if if you wanted it that bad, I would literally fucking hand it to you. You just gotta ask. Right. Especially you know, go take a shower, and then I'll give you a clean shirt. <laughs> no, no. The, the, look. So our our acronym is EH. And for me, that stands for something totally different because my hands are also rated EH for every hippie. <laughs> so was that high ho your worst gig, Wayne? No, uh, not my worst the weird, gig. The weirdest. What about the weirdest? The gig? weirdest gig we ever played was we played inside of a Cuckoo's restaurant in a mall. That's dope. Yes, <laughs> we were a metal band playing inside a Cuckoo's Mexican restaurant. While people ate, <laughs> were they like, "Sir, can you please shut it down?" No, no. This was the, this was the greatest like thing like we've ever salsa. done. This was the coolest thing. Like there was like four families still left eating, and what this place <laughs> did was when the mall closed, they would close like everybody closed. They would open the venue as a venue. Yeah. Right. We yeah, you play they still sell tacos though. Right. You play on the floor. And they push these table, like the seating tables, away, and they pile them sure. up in the corner somewhere. But they still had the booths, right? So right. these families were finishing their food, and we played second. So like the first band warmed them up, and they were kind of like staring at us like crazy. So I, being the <laughs> idiot and asshole that I am, I decided it was a good idea to go stand on the booths while the people ate. What the fuck is up, Denny? Dude, I was standing on the back of these seats, screaming at the top of my lungs in a Kukos 
while my guitar player was throwing <laughs> tables and shit around and these people were <laughs> moshing in front of us. It was a very Dude. awesome experience. Do you think they're traumatized or that's one of those memories that they bury deep down and I, are trying very hard to not remember? I hope. <laughs> the first band I was ever in, our first show was at we got we got asked to play. We we someone heard us at a practice, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. "Wow, you got to you got to come do this show. You got to come do this show." It's like, "All right, we'll we'll, we'll come do this show." Is it pay? No. <laughs> like, "All right, well fuck, we'll <laughs> do go any do the show." Pay. So uh, we we packed everything up. And we ended up. It's like, why are we at this school? It's like we're at a school. We're we playing a dance. Like, oh my no. god. We we weren't playing a school dance. We were playing another school's talent show. That's amazing. <laughs> we didn't even go there. That's drove, that's even better. We drove an hour and a half away to another school. I was like, where the fuck For are we at? For a talent show that you can't technically win. <laughs> we can't win. <laughs> so we, we loaded oh. our shit in, and they're like, all right, and, and what is your name, your group? And, and we told them the name of the group and who you with, you know, and all the names. So we get on stage, and, they, of course, they have, like, the, the nerdiest freaking teacher. She goes out there, and she, she pushes up her glasses on her nose, and, and she's like, and... Coming onto the stage, we have Mr. And then she said all of our names. And uh, no one on stage. No one with, knew you. No one knew it. And they're all looking. It's like, who are they? And they're like, and finally, uh, we're, we're a guitarist just finishes tuning his guitar. And somebody in the back went, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and when we played our, our song, uh, I didn't realize we, we could only play one song. I thought we were gonna play our set, so it was all oh, this big clusterfuck. But nice, that was funny. Nice, that's fun. That sounds really. You don't good. even go to this school. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you! I didn't want to win anyway. <laughs> oh shit! Shit! Okay, we interrupted uh, you telling us the other two dates you had. No, it's okay. It's 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 all it's all really organic, and I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> good, uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the idea. And so again, we're back at Southport for this one at uh, July 31st. 30, 30, 30. There's a 34th 30. in July. What the fuck am I missing out on the dates now? <laughs> it's not, it's not just a 34. It's a 34th. <laughs> yeah, 34th. Here I keep missing. Geeky Christ. <laughs> oh, God. My calendar's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, July 31st, we're playing with the uh, Auras. Uh, they're a touring band with uh, Red Handed Denial. We're also playing with uh, the Lafayette Local Rogue, which they're like the only other gent band in the fucking state at the moment. Nice. So it's cool to be able to play shows with them, even though we're not technically gent. We're just like kind of gent. You're on that area. Yeah, we're in that like we're, we cross the line, but we cross it enough to like call ourselves gent, even though we know we know the truth. We do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, dude. It sounds like you guys have a lot of fucking shit coming out, man. Oh, wait. I haven't even, I haven't, I haven't oh. even ended it yet. Oh, fuck. I forgot you had one yeah, more. Like, no, no. We got some more. We got, so, so uh, August 3rd, we'll be in Mississippi for uh, Frets for Pets. We played that last year. Oh, that's really cool. Wonderful. It's uh, a charity for the Southern Mississippi Humane Society, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, it's, it's really awesome. I, I love charity. I will always play for charity. Um, I don't mind playing free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't mind playing for free, as long as I know ahead of time I'm not getting paid. If if you right. don't tell me I'm not getting paid, I'm gonna go in assuming, oh yeah, I'm getting paid. Exactly. Sure. I feel the same way. 
always granted, always be he- ahead of it, dude. Yeah, granted, it's it's not about the money, but I know my worth, and I'm at least worth twenty bucks or a fucking bar tab. Exactly. Something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after that, we're in San Antonio for Cold Cock Fest three. Um, we played there last year as well. It was it was super awesome. All the locals out in San Antonio uh, honestly treated us better than the locals here in New Orleans, and it was really oh, wow. it, was, it was really comforting, especially like being at a place that none of us have ever played before. It was it was really wonderful. I'm so really excited to come back. I've found that the same when we played out of state or out of town and places. You know, like we've always been treated better out there than we are at our own hometown. Out of town gigs always always work that way for some reason. Like so weird. We played in Florida um, one. We actually played in Florida two or three times, but when we played there the first time, this this kid he booked us. I forget what the name of the band was that he was in. Uh, he booked us at this place, and it ended up being like four people there, you know, and us. And we were kind of like, ah, that's cool, you know, no big deal. We just paid. We just paid for these hotel rooms and, <laughs> you know, all this shit. <laughs> we're okay. You can go on vacation and have band practice. Yeah, pretty much. And then, but then when we left, he was so sorry. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. You know, people said they were coming. We had a long, we had a, you know, this place was supposed to be packed. Well, he booked us again, and he was like, "Look, I'll book you guys again with us at this other venue, and we'll we'll guarantee you guys are gonna make some money." I said, "Well, it's not about the money, man. We didn't care that we didn't make money. You know, it was just kind of a long trip to pray practice. You know, we want to play in yeah. front of people." He goes, "I'll guarantee you, dude. There'll be plenty of people at this show." I said, All right, awesome. So we'll do it. So we went out to this place, and we pull up. And this goes into the weird show factory, right? This is like one of these weird shows. We look at the venue, and it's a fucking vegan coffee house. <laughs> and I'm going, I looked at the guy. He, he came on. Uh, he says, hey, guys, wake up. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. And I was like, yeah, but dude, this is a vegan coffee house. And on the outside, it says, anyone who uses foul language will be kicked out. And I'm going, Fuck. <laughs> you know <laughs> so we setting up the band you know we're like fuck it we're, we're in this little wedge in the corner of a, a coffee house like think of a corner there's no fucking oh, yeah. there's like a drum riser so like the, playing at starbucks pr- yeah pretty much so like the drummer had his <laughs> set uh, set all the way in the corner by the the big display window that you were standing at you know you see inside and yeah. then we had our amps up there. So there was no room for me or a guitar player up there. So was, there's, and there's five of us, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So my bass player, my drummer, and one of the guitar players stood up there. Me and a guitar player stood on the floor. Well, that's how we set up. Well, an hour before we went on, the people started coming in. Okay? And I shit you not, it was like one of those old New York hardcore shows where I was in the middle and... It was a fucking mob of people around us. It was the fucking coolest, like, experience we ever had at a show. Like, to be in that crazy... But did you have to change all the words? Like, we're going to play our next song that's called Darn You All to Heck. (laughs) No, because the first thing I said on the microphone was, please don't kick me out, because I say fuck a lot. (laughs) And, And everybody just laughed. And then we just went off, and it was fucking great, dude. Like, they were nuts. Like, the whole place went fucking rowdy. It was great. That's tight. Good. Keep that memory while you have it. 
Fuck, <laughs> fuck you. you. I don't have Alzheimer's, you bastard. Yet. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> no problem. I'm here to support. I see. I see. I see. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fuck. <laughs> so, so Houston, that's a, that's gonna be a good show, man. San Antonio or San Antonio. Oh yeah. Texas, Texas, Houston, San Antonio. Fuck it's... Houston. Well. Yeah. Now, now Houston's got secret groups. Secret groups really tight. I haven't played there. I've heard a lot of good things from a lot of artists. Uh, secret groups really tight. I'd, I'd like to play there one day. Well, make it happen. Yeah, dude. Well, All you gotta do is make it happen. It's coming. Don't worry. I know. Cool. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you're gonna have a, uh, a hell of a busy, uh, busy summer closing up. You got you you got stuff going the whole way to the end of the year already, or are you still working on all that? Uh, so as far as the year goes, it ends on Colcock Fest. As far as shows go, um, okay. I, I am adamant about finishing an album, so I have new material to play because I'm fucking. Well, bored. that's good. That's yeah. good. I mean, you've got to focus. I mean, you got to do one or the other usually. I mean, you got to yep. focus, sit down and focus, and, and finish the album. That way, you you know you've, you've got the the multiple material. You know. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, I spend a lot of my time writing at home. I mean, like, I just released an album for no reason, uh, a solo album of my own, uh, with a lot of the locals out here, and I'm working on cool. another one. But you know, nice. I, I I do that as as an outlet from writing for Event Horizon because. Like with Event Horizon, you know, I have to write in a very specific style in a very specific way. Uh, so I have a lot of things that come out while I'm trying to write those things, and I'm all like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna table this for something else. We're gonna keep I keep tabling things, so I I have that creative outlet releasing stupid fucking albums that really are just amalgamations of my imagination gone wild. Mm. That's cool, man. That's cool. Well, it's good to be busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Dead City Media hopefully picks up, and that'll keep me even more busy. Well, if, if you, well, if you uh, get your, uh, your venue uh, that, that you have uh, visualizing and in, in, the, in the, the back of the mind coming towards the front in the works, then you're going to be more busy and you can, you can handle. Rick, I, I, could just, can't I, wait. I, I could tell you this right now, dude. We're behind you 100%. I appreciate like, that. Like, the show will be, I will push all your stuff. Like, I, you know, always. I promise you It that. means a lot, because especially, like, since, not not you as an example, but, like, New Orleans is very isolated and back to being segregated. Like, I don't exactly fit in with any community because, you know, I'm not a death metal artist. I'm not right. playing, like, southern metal. You know, I, I, generally, I generally don't play those genres. So, I, as an artist... I often feel isolated in my own little world. You know, it kind of sucks. So when people like support what I'm working on and what I'm doing, like, God, I cannot express in words how much it means when I see someone like share an event or share the music video or anything. It's like, I feel isolated, like holy. Uh, I don't show it. Uh, Most of what people see for me is like fucking shit posting or just always being in a good mood. Dude, I am I'm fucking hard on myself. Dude, and, we all are and at some point. And you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I agree 100%, dude. Like like it sucks to be like that hard on yourself. Like me and Justin were talking today. Like both of us were like in a shit mood. You know what I'm saying? It was just kind of like today sucks. This is horrible. But then we were like, you know what? We're going to do the show. We're going to have a good time. We're going to fucking, you know, get out of this rut. Funk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? And it's good to have people who support 
you know, this show and your stuff and, you know, things like that. You feel really good. Like, I love when I see people wearing our shirts or our hats or, or like a fucking, you know, sticker on their car even, you know, whatever. It's just like, wow, that's fucking cool. You know, people are actually listening to us and shit, you know? Very Absolutely. awesome. I lose my shit every time. I, I go fucking ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're driving in a car and you see your shit on somebody's car. Like, fuck, look, that's my sticker. <laughs> it's like the first time you hear your song on a radio. Right. Bro, right. I, did, I had that experience recently and it, it's just like, it blew me away because, you know, we got the the Rue out here in New Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a station in Lafayette, uh, what, a Classic Rock 1019. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they have a very similar radio show uh, called The Grindhouse that okay. plays local metal. Oh, cool. And, cool. and, of course, national acts as well. But they play it. And they, they, before we released Of Man, they, they aired it. So it's technical first release. Was on a national uh, a fucking radio station, like a real radio station. That's so it's awesome, fucking dude. wild. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. That is cool. <laughs> well, speaking of, we're gonna come right back after this message. Fuck yeah. A brand new store. Amazing collectibles. You need to check out North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles. Specializing in all things Funko. Funko. Pop culture. Buy, sell, or trade. North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles is the place for serious collectors. And when they say specializing in all things Funko, they're not kidding. This inventory is massive. So much stuff. So many items at North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles. You never know what you're going to find. You may find another gem you weren't even looking for. So don't forget to call or stop by North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles, specializing in all things Funko. Located at 1394 Corporate Square Boulevard, Slidell, Louisiana, 70458, or call 985-265-4279. Check them out! It's Funko! It's pop culture! You can't go wrong. So there you go, if you need any any pop vinyl stuff go check out those guys right there yeah oh they'll be at the convention this week too they'll be at the convention this weekend on saturday what's the convention called uh showcase comics comic con or something like that showcase con again so good with names i am i am dude i am i know look (laughs) look i know it's i know it's showcase comic books you know this comic book store in slidell it's their convention so it's called the showcase comic con oh okay well there you go I awesome, just awesome. I was just trying to get them all together. It's a real it's it's their first year. It's a it's tongue the, twister. It's the first yeah. time they're doing it, so hopefully it's gonna turn out really well for them. Super nice. But uh, yeah. So, Rick. Hello, my friend. Hello. You know, we talked about our travels to different areas, about stupid shit yeah. that we come across. I'm sick of talking about myself. We should talk about somebody else for a minute. We will. We're about to, we're about to play something for these people. Uh, Rum talked about his travels. I talked about mine. Now we're going to hear from one of our friends and the segment people always talk about. Here's the world versus Matt. On this episode of the world versus Matt, 
we will learn the stories of those individuals whom he has come in contact with or observed on his travels state to state. These are stories from the road. Interesting things that we may not even realize. Observations of human behavior. Maybe some other stories along the way. The World vs. Man, Stories from the Road, will take you on an interesting journey looking at people, people in their natural and unnatural habitat. Check it out. The World vs. Man. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The World vs. Matt. Today, let's talk about oblivious people. People that are on their own little world, completely unaware of their surroundings. So as you all know, I I travel for work a lot and see a lot of interesting people and uh, do a lot of interesting things. It's quite fun. However, there's people everywhere, which is a good thing because, you know, we are are people. But the bad thing is when those people are unaware of what's going on around them. Say, for example, you go through the security checkpoint at an airline and you walk through and people stand at the other end of the x-ray machine and they stand there and they put their clothes back on, they put their shoes on. They get their bag ready, they touch up their makeup. All the while, 20 other people are standing there waiting for them to get out of the way so that they can get stuff and move on with their day. That's just one example. Another fine example I had was you get off the airplane, you gotta get out through the terminal, you gotta go get your bags. Well, the way airplanes or airports are set up is you gotta go through security doors to get out of the airport and you can't go back through them. Well, usually when a person gets off an airplane, there's probably 20 to 100 other people behind them, depending on where they're at in the plane. And all those people are getting their bags. So when you walk through that door, don't just stand there like an idiot. Get out of the fucking way. There are people trying to get through. This applies for any door. Don't just walk into a door and stand there. Let me reemphasize that. Don't just walk into a room and stand at the entrance. Other people want to get past you. They really do. And those people behind you, if you're at an airport or something, might miss their flight because you suddenly decided to stop in a crowd of about a thousand people, all walking briskly, to admire the fountain at the airport. And then you get trampled to death and you wonder why. This is going to be a little shorter episode today, guys. Thank you for listening and remember, get out of the fucking way. Stay tuned for more on the next episode of The World vs. Matt. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The World vs. Matt. Stories from the Road. Join us next time for some amazing new insight on the human condition seen through the eyes of the roamer Matt
the world versus Matt. See you next time. Yeah, there you go. That was the world versus Matt and fuck you, Rum. Um, I did hear you say what you said on the break. Uh, I don't have Alzheimer's, you asshole. Uh, you can have bring those to mom. I'm sorry, my son is my my son is in here. I'm not he, bringing anything to my mom. That's it. I, uh, see, this is what he does, people. He's uh, actually not talking to anybody. He's I'm, talking talking to to I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. back there. Go, Come here, come here for a second. Hold on, look, I'll prove okay. it to you. I'll prove it to you. I'm not. He's talking to the imaginary child that's not in the room. Say, See, say, he, he say even hello. goes so far to change his voice. Say, keep it it's messed up. <laughs> say it yeah, louder. Hey, what's up, Wayne? Hey, hey Wayne. What's up, Wayne? Say, what's up? What's up? He's looking at himself on the uh. The wave that's recording, and he's trying to make it louder. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but um, and so it starts. Yeah, yeah, I know. He he, you know how he is. He he, he likes to be on the microphone. I don't. I don't. I know. I just it's crazy. It's inherent. I, I wonder where he fucking gets that shit from. Oh, it's funny. Anyway, probably yeah, mom. probably so. But so, Rick, you, you know, we listened to the world versus Matt. We heard about the travels and all that good stuff. So tell us about. What you can do, what you do with Dead Sea Media besides book shows and stuff like that. I know there's other awesome. things involved. Oh yeah, this is a is a bunch right now. Um, well, first off, you know, I, I book locals. Um, a lot of the stuff that I do, like back in, um, I can I'm I can make and design your website, um, photography. Um, I'm rapidly closing in on like working on. My own stu my own studio where I can record bands. Um, I can point bands in directions for literally if you need something, I can get it easily. Um, uh, websites, press kits, uh, photos, just like everything a band needs. Uh, I, I can write I, I can write and edit your bios. God, it's so much. There's a lot of stuff. If if a band needs it, effectively, <laughs> I can do it. And if I can't, I know someone who can for a, a very low price. And uh, nine times out of ten, my services are free, uh, with the exception of making a website and press kits. They are a little more involved. Um, granted, music production is pretty involved, but it's something that I can do without having to host anything. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, nine. That's most super fucking cases, cool. Yeah, yeah, my services are free. I'm trying to help bands. By helping bands, I, you know, we we cultivate our neighborhood, and we have better neighbors. It brings property values up, and as the property values rise, we get more neighbors. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense, man. That's great. There's no reason why uh, why people shouldn't be taking advantage of this, then. I'm saying, but no one like only Josh Berger has taken advantage, and a select few. Uh, small businesses outside of uh, Louisiana. That's cool, though. I mean, at least it's a start. You know what I'm yep. saying? It's a start, man. You gotta, you gotta. Uh, like I said, we're behind you, dude. Like, look, as soon as our site is finished, which which it's been being worked on for like the last couple of weeks, or actually month, and uh, as soon as it's up and running, I'm gonna get them to put links to your stuff. I'll have anything you need on there, so that people who go to our site can hit you if they want anything. Hell yeah. 
You know, it's, be great. it's all about network, man. It's all about network and helping Networking. others, dude. That's, that's on that. If if anyone in bands are listening, fucking talk to everyone. Yes, you have to talk to everyone, and 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 most importantly, fucking watch what you say online or <laughs> in person. Like I know I'm the last person to be able to say anything because I post some raunchy shit, but I don't say raunchy shit. And if I post, if I share something raunchy, I leave no opinion. Just to see what right. people have to say about it. I generally have no opinion about most things because it doesn't affect me. But just watch what you say because you never know who's both looking and listening. You don't know. And 10%. You don't, just like you, us. You never know what doors are going to get closed for you because you say <laughs> stupid shit all the time. Yeah, we we kind of, you know, we, we kind of started out really bad at this show, man, you know, but we, 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 we're getting better at it. Yeah, well, hey, you know, but you know what's funny? Uh, and I'm, I'm going to say this is it's amazing. And I'm not going to say anything, you know, say names or anything. It's amazing. The archive material that this show has. Yeah. I mean, dude, we have so much people like that we have never aired. Yeah. Like we, we've, we've actually done so many, we're, we're this, this episode we actually will be, edit. This episode will be, <laughs> yeah. This episode will be four hundred and forty-two. Oh, five hundred and forty-two. Yeah. So. Oh, and by the way, uh, I didn't know if you guys knew this. I know Wayne completely forgot. Uh, today is the anniversary of our first show. Today. Congratulations, guys. Wow! Wow! Yeah. That's awesome. So we'll be at seven or eight. We're at eight years. I uh, am the eight year. Yeah. <laughs> eight years, man! Holy shit! I'm happy to share this moment with you guys. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah I did forget about that. That's crazy. I knew it was in July. I just I couldn't remember when. Yep, the That's day before the 4th of July. Very, is very cool. Yeah, and it was on a whim that we started this show, and now we're fucking 542 episodes and eight years down. It's actually more episodes than that because we've done, um, like, you know, uh, behind the scenes episodes and bonus episodes uh, that we got lost. And then all the live shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we did that. live shows and stuff. All that other shit. So we're probably more along the lines of like pushing 600 and something, but, you know. You know, on paper, we're where we're at. So yeah. there we are. Yep. So that's Congratulations, really. Congratulations, guys. Thanks, man. Thank that's really cool. Um, but yeah, dude, like I said, we're definitely, you know, we have a bunch of shit that are, that's backstock between all these shows of like stuff that people have said that asked me to cut out and it's some priceless stuff. And it's some famous people that we've had on this show that said some <laughs> bad shit. <laughs> I mean, if, if you don't want people to like know the things, don't say it while you're being recorded. <laughs> right. Period. Exactly. Well, like, you, you know, know you're being recorded. Well, it, I'm on this, and like I don't have to watch what I'm saying right, right. now because I'm not going to say anything. Fuck, it's stupid because I just know better. Well, right. it's, well the funny thing. I know thing, I'm being recorded. The funny thing is, uh, a couple of these people that got they were getting hammered while they were recording with us. So once they got <laughs> started getting drunk. Boy, they were fucking letting loose. All the, <laughs> the, the things were. that came out, the stuff about their private lives. Co-workers, and their titties. And oh, their, all kind of good oh stuff. Oh, my God. Craziness. Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm going to ask you to spill some deets. When, uh, when all <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, for sure, man. I'll, I'll let you, you know, listen to some of the classics. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love juice, man. I live for the juice. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, uh, shit. 
Well, dude, it was awesome to have you on the show finally, man. Thanks, man. It's been awesome. I, I would happily do this again. Oh, dude, you're more than welcome to be, you know, whenever. Whenever. Like, Thank if you. you you come up with some stuff that you want to promote, just hit me up. We'll put you on. You can come as a special co-host or guest host or some shit. Hell yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing more things with uh, Event Horizon. And, Thank uh, you. And um, I'm that, looking forward to uh, getting all that stuff linked together. And yes, uh, get that I know I'm not from now. New Orleans, but uh, what you guys are doing uh, with uh, trying to get a, a cohesive community together, I think, is uh, something that uh, everybody listening who is listening in another state who has a local music scene really needs to think long and hard about. It's something you can help with in your local area. You need to get together with your with your community, your 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 local bands, your local musicians. It doesn't matter what genre you are. Get together matter. with them and, and talk with them and know people. Because we're you know, you're just, all creative. You're all artists. Just you're remember all guys like the scene, you all you all like music. Get remember, together. And remember it starts all it needs is one person to start. You just right. need one person, guys. And, one of you guys. Importantly, if you're in a local band and your friend is in a band that's in the same genre. Y'all aren't competing. It's, no. It's not, you're, you're, it's not net, what is it, fucking zero-sum fan base. If if they have a fan base and you have a fan base and y'all have crossover fans, y'all have crossover fans. It's not your fans or their fans. You have fans. Fans. Yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not competing with each other. The only person you're competing with in your community is yourself. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Don't hold it, yourself back. It's too much. Market yourself. Push yourself promote yourself you know don't be shitty people people notice those things if you're genuine to your fans and genuine to people you'd like to have as fans they notice and they'll That's become right. fans because you're being genuine you're not being shitty people can sense Absolutely. it yeah don't be shitty to the other acts either no, that's that's a whole nother whole nother topic for another show. But there are way too many bands out there that think their shit don't stink and they are shitty to other people. Even it, uh, we've we've come across it in bands. We've come across it in the podcast community. We've come across it in every fucking the comedians. I mean, it's fucking stupid. The, the, the entertainment industry is a lot smaller than you realize. Exactly, and, and you know, we if we. If we were shitty to everybody in that we've ever come across, we wouldn't have the group of people that want to work with us that we do. You we know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's and we that's a, the shut the fuck up. And that's another reason <laughs> we why we call ourselves the MHOG family. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone who yeah. works with us, they may not be from this area. They may not be from you know. Hell, we might might only see these people once every you know six seven months. But but they all want to work with us because they like who we are and they like what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's it's you guys need to use that as a fucking you know platform, a blueprint. Work with people. You know, don't just shit on everybody. And if you're That's listening it. and you're not from New Orleans, fucking look at the links. Reach out to me. Ask me questions. Pick my brain. Hell I, do it. I rub elbows with some very influential artists, and I learn I learn so much from these guys. That I, I I don't believe anyone should have to like earn their place. Fucking come take your place. If you want a place, come get it. It's, That's right. it's yours. Fuck yeah. Nothing is nothing is out of your any of our reach. Very cool. We just gotta do it, man. But anyway, Rick, dude, thank you again, man. It was fucking awesome to have you, like I said before. And uh let's do this again real soon. 
Absolutely. I will see you Friday. Yes, you will. Um, again, guys, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. Hey, I'm Ricky. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, metal! Adieu, adieu, parting with such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>